We are back. We're back. We are officially back. It has been, I can't believe I'm saying this, but almost a year since we have put out our last episode. A year. It's been it's been a while. We've a been a lot. little busy. We've been a little busy. A lot has happened. The world has turned over. Kind of put a little bit of a dent into our into our podcast flow. But I would like to say that we are officially back. The we thing are back. We are back. The thing that, that everyone needs to realize is that Marta and I live in two different cities. And, you know, when we first started the pod, our whole thing was we want to be in the same room together with the with our guests. And that magic was really important to us. And when COVID hit, it obviously put a huge disruption in that plan. And I think Marta and I both, and I, I'm sure you could agree, we're just like, okay, we need to put this on hold, adjust to the new lifestyle and figure out where we go from here. And yes. then life just continued on for <laughs> 2020. It just kept going. <laughs> life just smacked me in the face over and over. And I mean, uh, couldn't, couldn't really pick up the pod because I had to just, you know, how the F do I live my life right now? <laughs> it's time. We, we need to get back to it. And obviously we can't be in the same room yet. We Correct. will be in the same room again, people. We will be back full swing. But Marta and I made the decision that we need to bring it back and we're going to do it digitally. So here's our first test case <laughs> of me and Marta. <laughs> we're giving it a try. We're trying to bring the same energy. I mean, Ben and I talk all the time. So it's, it's just like having a conversation with a friend. But yeah, we're, we're ready to finally bring it back. Then I think the other thing is we want to bring content that really helps people figure out how they have to do things in this already challenging time of life. So how are, you know, what are things that people are trying to figure out right now? Uh, especially while we all have different restrictions in place. Um, I think people have had a lot of financial goals come to light. There's lots of how do you stay healthy, lots of topics you want to cover. So we're going to dive into that. Oh my God, completely. And like, you know, it's so funny because you and I have had so many life changes over this last year that so many ideas that I'm even thinking about, like I'm planning on improving my home, which has become such a big thing. Like, let's talk about how to improve your, you know, your new lifestyle. Like yeah, the stock market has become almost more popular than social media at this point. Would love to, you know, let's, let's talk about finances. And, and so to your point, Marta, I think there are so many topics that we can dive into in this new world that we live in that I think will be super beneficial for, for everyone to relate and to learn. And so I'm really excited to have it back in this new way. Um, and, and yeah, you know, we, for this particular episode, this is kind of unconventional of us because we always have a guest and we always want to bring an expert in, but we thought it would be great to have just a catch up episode for everyone, for everyone to know that Marta and I are still highly invested in this podcast. This is not, you know, something that we just wanted to do in short term and then let it die. No, we, we want this thing to be an ongoing conversation and continue to put out content that hopefully will make people live their, their best lives. Um, yeah, so yeah, absolutely. So the theme of this is how the F do I just survive or how the F have I been surviving through this? That's how have we been surviving? Yeah. And you know what we've been doing in our own respective, you know, lives, we live kind of different lives. How have we been doing that? And maybe there's some takeaway. We're certainly not experts in this space, but 
I think everyone's trying to, as I like to say, Cody Riggs, my favorite Peloton trainer, find their light. So how are you finding <laughs> your light, Ben? <laughs> I have been finding my light in so many different ways. Um, you know, I I was very fortunate to have moved into a new home before COVID and I could not be more grateful for it. Like my home has provided an opportunity for me to stay sane, keep happy, um, and and just and to to adjust. And so, you know, for me, you've had a much bigger change, which we'll obviously get into, but you know, for me, it's just been about um, my mental health. You know, uh, my big thing is focus. You know, I'm. You know me, and we're we're this we're very similar in this sense of um, being so social. And so, this past year, I have never spent more time by myself than in probably my entire life. And so, my adjustment has just been learning more um, about myself and my behaviors, and more so just uh, you know feeling all of the feels when everything is taken away from me. Um, yeah. How and, did you, and, wait, real, real quick, Ben, how did you, when you felt lonely as like a single person, when you couldn't go out and see people, how did you cope with that? What did you do to make you feel less alone? FaceTime. Thank God for FaceTime. You know, just reaching out to my friends, my family constantly and 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 recognizing, you know, like, there's no doubt, and I will admit that I've had some low points in this last year of of feeling that that type of loneliness. But knowing that that uh, you know I can pick up the phone and have a call and be open about that and talking about that more has helped me learn a lot about myself. Um, and it's it's been grateful. You know, I feel like I feel like I've really grown in that sense of, and having a space like my home to like feel comfortable to you know, really dive into my inner self is, is I, I feel a lot of change in that. And it, it, in a weird way, it's been a blessing. It's been what a do you weird think, blessing. I, I totally, what do you think are the big, like, what are the top activities to do? Speaking of like mental health that you can do alone. Like what, what did you learn that you could do alone? Like one thing I saw you do was build amazing Lego structures. Oh my God. Yes, I'm 12, everyone. Uh, I feel like I will always be 12. I find uh, Legos to be super therapeutic and I hadn't done one in a while. So I bought a Lego and I, it, 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 it was great. It, you know, I, I had it spread out all over my, my island. And then for like a week, I would just be putting little pieces together you know, in between calls and, and, you know, at night I'd make dinner and I'd sit there like while cooking, like putting, you know, my star Wars, uh, X-wing together. <laughs> so dude, that sounds awesome. Like, I think it's just something it's, it's those little things that you almost need fresh ideas of, of what to do. So like, what else is a good single activity when you feel lonely? So they got to a point for me where I was FaceTiming with my friends and my boys all the time, like we would just be talking. And then it got to a point where it was just like, what do you want to talk to about today? Like, what, what do you want to do? Today? I was like, uh, I don't know. I just, I'm calling to say hi. And it's like, dude, all right, well, I, I got to go. So, you know, like we got together and thought, well, why don't we play video games and use video games to hang out together? And so admittedly call of duty has become a huge centerpiece of my life uh but it's interesting because it's provided uh an outlet to hang out with a ton of people 
and not necessarily have to sit and just, you know, talk like it's just a place to hang out. And it's been it's been great. That has helped me immensely. Just connect, just stay connected. And I think that that's been the, the, the most important aspect is to figure out how to stay connected. And I think a lot of people are probably have felt this type of loneliness. And I think with that said, you know, I don't expect people to go out and start playing Call of Duty. I would highly encourage it. I'll send you my gamer tag and we can connect for sure. <laughs> but, you know, what what different ways can people do to to connect with one another? And that's the best part is like te- the technology that we have today allows us to do that. And I think those technologies are going to continue to expand even when life goes back to to... I don't want to say normal again. There's no such thing as normal anymore. But you yeah. know what I mean. Um, I do. I, like, I I couldn't agree more. Like I'm not judging Call of Duty at all. And you know, Levi being nine plays you know games like Roadblox and Among Us, and like those are how we connect with his friends. Like he'll call his friends, and um, that's been incredibly helpful for him. And some things that um, Tony and I have done to kind of when you like just need other connection is when um, the beginning we would do FaceTime roulette. Like we wouldn't tell like, Oh, do you want to set up a zoom? We would just go through our phone at dinner and call people. And cause everyone was home, they would just pick up. So I highly recommend adopting that because people pick up. That's a great a idea. And you have these really fun, like kind of candid impromptu conversations with people you haven't talked to in a while. And that has been super fun. Another one is I'm an avid Peloton fan. So I ride with friends a lot. My friend Jenny and I, we ride at least once a week together. And then we also do a walk and talk. So she'll go out in her neighborhood I'll go to my neighborhood and we walk and talk once a week. Oh, I like that a lot. Yeah. We used to walk in person and now we do it. um, You know, we do it on the phone and it's, it's great. So I think those are two suggestions I have for, for loneliness for anyone feeling that way. That's the funny thing too, is like in a weird way, as lonely as I have felt in certain times, I've also felt more connected than ever because everyone is so available to chat. And so will, so it's not like you have to make a plan to go have coffee now. Like the plan is let's jump on the phone or, or zoom for 15 minutes. And you can do that like four or five times a day with four, four other people. And rather yeah. than taking two hours to meet one person. It's, um, it's true. I, I think there's a balance. And I think um, the other topic you brought up that's really important is mental health. Like I think that mental health uh, it, it's always been an issue um, and something that is not talked about. And I think it's really come to light in this timeline. And um, it's like, what can you do to make sure that you are just taking care of yourself? And for me, there's certainly a Zoom burnout kind of screen burnout factor. And I think like getting outside is my other my other big thing that just keeps me sane. No, I love that. You, I love that you said that because I don't think I've been outside as much as I have in the last year. Um, in my adulthood, like hiking was became such a huge piece, and I, I had a weekly hike uh, buddy, Axel. Um, that every Thursday we made a plan to go hike after work, and and being outside was was such an important factor because I would find t- I would find weeks where like I haven't left these four walls in five days, like. Wow. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. I started doing walking meetings, walk and talks with my team once a week. Um, and now with anyone who I have to have meeting with, if we don't have to look at something on a screen, I'm like, hey, do you want to walk and talk? Because I just want to get outside and you need that separation from yeah. your screen, which is always on. So I find that like just even one walk and talk meeting a week will change your life. 
That's I, I love that. I love that. And and you brought up another great point uh, with work. You know, like work is changing as well, where everyone understands that they need to adapt to kind of a new way of how we work and how we communicate with one another. And I love that suggestion of let's have a team meeting while we're all walking. You know, like let the, and that's okay. You don't need to be sitting at your desk to have a formal work meeting anymore. And I think that's going to continue to evolve. I agree. Um, I think the Zoom burnout is real. And um, it's just important to have boundaries. Like people are really terrible at setting boundaries right now. It's like burnout is such a topic across the board. And I think like just things that I have been doing to reduce that are getting outside, the walk and talk. I use my calendar diligently. Like I block out morning because I'm like, this is my, got to get my kid ready for school time, evening. And I'm hardcore about it. I'm like, I, I literally block that out and it says, do not schedule family time. And I'm very, I'm like, I have to turn off because it's just so easy to get back on and keep working. But that I, doesn't mean that you should at all, you know? I love that. I, you know, I actually have never thought about um, scheduling blocks of time for personal in my work schedule till very recently, actually. And I, to your point, I've literally tried to look at my calendar week coming up and seeing where holes are of, of meetings that I don't have and filling those out with, okay, I need to go on a walk. I need to do this errand. I need to focus on uh, you know, a personal email that I need to do. Like, here's 30 minutes of time. And, and what's great is, is like, you know, I, I'm fortunate enough to have leaders at my job who are flexible in understanding that like, this is, this is how we're going to operate now. For me, for example, during the winter time, because we don't have a lot of time for light, you know, it gets darker at like five. So I will go on a hike at three and then I will come back home and I will spend five to seven getting those emails done and that work done. And then, you know, the rest of the evening is personal time, but it's, it's just so interesting how all of this is kind of evolving. And I, I think like the more that you can, um, you know, kind of, uh, make that time for yourself and, and can, to, to the overall theme of mental health, taking care of yourself. That's the yeah. number one thing. Yeah. I, I think time is the most valuable currency. I've learned that as I've gotten older. And for me, it's like, um, you know, I like you, I look at my calendar a week out and then that Friday before I block out bits of my calendar, any meeting that's not related to the priorities I have to get done that week is out. like, Hey, next week, next week. And I'm very like vocal about it. Like, Hey, I've got these three things to deliver. So this isn't in my priorities right now. Let's meet in two weeks. Cause right now everything's a fucking zoom meeting. And I'm like, this Everything. is not, this is an email. So I think like, you just have to really take more control of your day than you ever have before to maximize your time and then have your time to unplug. And I just don't think that people are doing that. So that's my biggest takeaway and tip for anyone is just own your time. My old boss, uh, Jeremy, who I love dearly, he would, one time he came to work and he played this video and it was like, who stole my chair? And the whole concept was like, you wouldn't let someone take away your chair, you know, from your desk you would go back and get it. So why would you let someone like take own your calendar? And I was like, first I was like, this is so cheesy, but it's fucking true. You know? I love that. That's great. That's yeah. a great way of putting it for sure. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. So the other thing too, that I want to get into uh, in this episode is, is that not only is life changing for people at home, but people's locations. 
Yes. Like, and you got you are a prime example of what is going on with a lot of people right now, taking care of their mental health and making adjustments to a new chapter of their lives. And I I think it's I think what you guys what you and Tony have done uh is is a prime example that I want to get into and just incredibly awesome. Incredibly awesome. So thanks, man. Marta, what is your life uptake going on right now? Let's let's like walk me through from the moment you took the vacation to <laughs> this podcast and where you're at right now. Okay. Because tell me what tell me how that well went down. Okay. So um I think like everybody, you just kind of get thrown into stuff like this, like what was happening. You get thrown into life changing and work changing and working from home and um, if you're if you are able to work from home, I realize that's a very big luxury for a lot of people. Um, but you know, for me, not having school and taking that on, and then in the time at the Bay Area, there were so many like there was fires during the summer, right? So on top yeah. of dealing with this, you're literally like you can't go anywhere, you can't do anything, and now you can't, don't even have fresh air. And something just like set it off for me, where I just lost it. Like th- there was a day that the sun didn't come out. I don't know if anyone listening remembers this in the Bay Area or read about it. It was like that scene in Wally, where the sky's just gray because of the smoke that came down the Bay Area, and it just really fucking freaked me out to my core. Like it shook me to my humanity, where I was like, "This is wrong. Everything is wrong." <laughs> All right. It's like it's like can it? How can it get worse? It could get worse. Like yes. what is what is going on? <laughs> yeah. And I just sort of, it was supposed to leave by his ninth birthday. And I just was like, this kid can barely do anything. And the only thing we have is going outside. And like, now we can't even go outside. So I just was like, Tony, I'm booking us a house by the beach. And I looked where there weren't a lot of fires. And I was like, San Diego, great. We're going to book a house here. We're going to live and work here for two weeks. And we're just going to like get outside and surf and all this stuff. And we did. And it was amazing. And coming down to San Diego was just like, wow, it was so beautiful. We got outside more in the two weeks being there than we had. And we were living and working and schooling too. This is not just like we were on vacation for two weeks than we had the entire year. And something just kind of sparked. And Tony and I had had this life plan that in 10 years when Levi was in high school and graduating, going to college, we would move to San Diego. We just basically down here was kind of like a light switch went off. And it was like, we feel healthier. We feel happier. We're not on screens as much. Um, he's not on screens as much. We're just outside and we're reconnecting with nature and like we feel good. And we just sort of said, hey, let's just let's just look at some places. Let's just see. Um, so we came back from that vacation and decided we were moving. <laughs> and you guys two- looked at it. You guys actually went and looked at homes, right? On that two weeks. Like we we did, but totally just like a, oh, if we're gonna move here in 10 years, let's just look. Like we'll have to know what the market's like. Like, let's just look. It totally. was not not even like a plan thing. We happened to find a house and we came home that night and we moved into an Airbnb and we sold, we put our house in the market and we just went for it. And we didn't know if our jobs would keep us. It was just that moment where you're like pushed to not panic, but pushed to the edge where you're like, I don't fucking care because I have to live and I have to be happy. And the other thing I'll say is that, um, you know, we were having a school where with the the sort of element environment there, you know, school wasn't in session and we were doing distance learning. Right. And, yep. and that was just so hard to do five days a week. And the schools here were starting to go back two days a week. And I didn't, 
a lot of women have dropped out of the workforce. It's so fucked up. Like women, I don't know if you know this, Ben, but like women are literally going back in time. Like there's staggering numbers of women who are dropping out of work because they can't take care of their kids, do yeah. school and work. Yeah. Wow. And I was, I was kind of, Tony and I actually had the conversation like, does one of us need to leave our jobs? And which one of that, uh, that be? Wow. That was actually a conversation. It was. It, and it's a conversation that happens to a lot of people that I know. Um, and we just sort of were like, listen, this is the happy medium. We can move to a place where school is operating at least part of the time and uh, we'll feel better. So we took the leap. We moved to San Diego in a month, a month later. Um, we have been living in North County, San Diego. I mean, it was kind of nuts. We just sort of like packed up and left. And we didn't I mean, how in, how intense were those t- people? Marta and Tony literally got back from vacation and put their house on the market for 14 days. Like how intense were those days? I mean, that's like a huge pivot of a, of a life decision. It was crazy. It was so crazy. Um, but you know, I was really grateful because my boss was super supportive. I just sort of told her, Hey, like, I know this is crazy. I know this sounds nuts. I know that like, this is risky and there's no guarantee that you're going to keep me but I have to do this. I have to. And she was really supportive. Um, And I think what we found is that people were really supportive because I think everyone's trying to live their best life right now. Yep. Yep. Um, And so it was nuts. There were times where I was like, what are we doing? We're crazy. Why did we do this? We had this beautiful life and house. But I have to say, like, it was such a calculated risk that paid off. Like, we're so much happier. Levi's in school four days a week. I can't tell you how amazing it is to be able to just do my job four days a week without thinking about school. Like it's just fucking godsend. Um, and yeah, we, we get out all the time. Like instead of leave, I went from wanting a PlayStation four for Christmas to like wanting a skim board. Like he just, we're outside all the time. And I think for our mental health and our quality of life, it has been the best change we could have done. I mean, you were just, you were, you were just, yeah, you guys are crazy, (laughs) but also uh, uh, just such a great example of just like, you know, I feel like everything is so accelerated, you know, now with this new time, like you guys have obviously wanted to move to San Diego. It wasn't really just on a whim type of thing, you know, like in 10 years, we would do it. It just got accelerated. Uh, you know what I mean? And hyper accelerated, (laughs) hyper, hyper. Um, but you, you were telling me this morning, I mean, like I, I even loved like when we were, um, talking before, uh, recording you, you like, you came from getting coffee and like, you, wh- what were you doing? You were like seeing dolphins. You were Yeah. What a, one of my old colleagues from LinkedIn um, happened to be in town. And so, she, you know, we met up for, for coffee outside and we were, she was by the beach and we saw pods of dolphins and sea lions jumping and whale spouts. And it's, it's just like, I don't know, sound hippie, but like, it just feeds my soul. Like I, I think the biggest learning I have been from this whole experience is like at work, if something's wrong, we triage in a heartbeat to fix it, course, correct, optimize, whatever we say in our industry. When something's going wrong in your personal life, we don't do that. And I think I just kept trying to, you know, make something work that was not happening. And then I was like, my life needs a restructure, a pivot, like a redesign, a reorg. And that's really what we did in a very short amount of time, which I don't recommend doing if you're (laughs) not crazy, but like really it's a good reminder to like, if you've tried something over and over and it's not working, like fix it, figure out a new way, pave a new path. 
No, I love that you say that because it is something that everyone can kind of ask themselves. And I think, you know, you're you're a perfect example of of having a moment this morning of saying, is this my life? Because I'm in the same boat, you know, in the music business, we we have to shift immediately when when a song takes off, it's like we're flipping the switch immediately and and everything has to move in a different direction, right? We don't do that very much in, in our personal lives, but I think now more than ever is the time to take those steps and to figure out how to take those steps. And I, um, I agree. I, I think the other thing I've learned, Ben, is like my like my um, uh, goal or my my resolution. God, I can't even think of the word. My resolution was about reframing happiness. So, like in 2021, maybe in your past life, right? Happiness was you get to go on some international trip to fill a bucket list. And maybe in 2021, it's, I'm going to go explore Joshua Tree for me because I've never been. Like, you know, it's a smaller scale. Or for example, just even having things to look forward to, we have little traditions in our house. So I made up, I made up traditions. I use my event planner background where I'm like, we're going to have traditions. So we have, uh, we have Hot Tub Tuesday where we go in our hot tub. <laughs> we I love have, that. Starbucks Wednesday, where we go get Starbucks as a family. We have sunset Fridays. We try to go catch the sunset. And these are like the not big things. You know what I mean? But they're just little micro moments to look forward to that will equate happiness. So that's what I'm trying to do. I right love now. that. Those are great. I mean, I it's weird that you say that because I always think uh, recently that the little things are the most important because the little things add up to a bigger picture. And, you know, especially during this time, it is a day by day situation. We have no idea what's, you know, what's going to happen next week. We, you know, obviously life is switching over and the vaccine is now rolling out. And so like what, you know, what are the expectations of what we can do and what we can't do? You literally have to take it day by day, which are those little things. It's, it's the, it's the hot tub Tuesday. It's the Starbucks Wednesday that keep you going and keep you moving forward and just being able to adapt. And, and then, then you look at it, you're like, oh, well, we did that for 52 Wednesdays. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Like that's, that's a whole year. So we're yeah. still standing like the song. And, yeah. uh, and I think, yeah, to your point, we want to help other people figure out how to find their happiness just as we did before and, and figure out how the F you can do things that whatever your happiness is in this time, like we want to help with that. So we're super stoked to be back. And yep. it's it's fun to just talk to you, even even if it's virtual, Ben. I know, I know, right? Like it, it's great. It, I think I think we're gonna we're gonna have a lot of fun with this, and there's gonna be a lot more to come. I want to hear what people's goals are uh, for Same. for 2021. You know, I, I feel like a lot of people are adjusting to this new life, and um, and I think I think it would help not only ourselves but everyone listening, um, you know, to the to this pod. So so uh, so yeah, I agree. Um, Ben, I think we have to do one last thing before we we end oh. this episode. Oh no! Oh no! I mean, you didn't what? say a hundred percent. I don't know if you've like evolved past it because I feel I, like you you don't really say it as much anymore. I don't. I don't. You know what my new saying is a lot. Uh, what it, it is is hello. I've hello? just adapted. Hello, like what do you I, mean? I like when you answer the phone or like no, like, just in general, like when something is, is like like surprising to me or like, whoa, hello. Oh, okay. That might be my new one. I've noticed that I say that a lot now. Um, and, 
Yeah, I don't know. So so okay. wait, so what are we going to do about 100%? Because I feel like I have evolved away from 100%. Well, I don't want you to change who you are if you're not that guy anymore. Um, no. But so maybe we have to listen for hello or hello or whoever. <laughs> but maybe in the meantime, since it's been nearly a year, you can give everybody a farb fact because they've been farb fact starved for a long time. Oh my God, a farb fact. Okay. I, you know, I wasn't going to say this because I didn't want to amplify it, but I do think it is important. I have started therapy. That's great. I have started therapy and therapy. I, I never really thought that I needed to do therapy. I never wanted to really dive into it. I don't know how it would have helped me, but I going through it and I'm, I'm just getting started with it. Incredible. Just incredible. And and I don't expect anyone to uh, you know, go out and get a therapist. But what it has done is it has taught me to start learning more about myself, about where I came from, what my history is, what my behaviors are, to, to understand who I am so that when I learn more about myself, it will hopefully help bleed into other places in my life. And, you know, I want to, you know, I want to grow to continue to be an incredible person. Uh, That's really important to me. And I have started therapy. That's my, that's my farm fact of the day. That's a great farm fact. And I think it's amazing. And I think it's, it's important to promote that therapy is wonderful. And I'm proud of you. Good job. Thank you. Thank you. I, you know, I, I'm so afraid to almost admit it and I don't know why that's another thing too. It's like, you know, like, because therapy has such a connotation behind it, like, you know, it's like, oh, why are you doing therapy? What's wrong with you? That's yeah. actually, that's that's completely backwards. Like, it, no. there, it's nothing that's wrong with you more so than just having a, 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 a space for you to just learn about yourself. It, it really is like, uh, it, it's a lesson on yourself. That's that's all it is. And And ever since I kind of have taken that connotation with it, um, it's an incredible thing. And so, uh, so yeah, that, that, there it is. That's my farm fact. I'm doing therapy people. I'm doing it's therapy. It's a great farm fact. That's amazing. <laughs> that is, I, you are already an incredible person. So I'm sure you'll grow to be an even more incredible person. Thank you. Thank you, Marta. Well, um, you know, with that said, we're fucking back. We are back. We're back. Uh, you we're know, back. be, be sure to, uh, to you know, tune back into our Instagram. We'll, we'll, we're going to get it revamped up. How the fuck do I podcast on Instagram? Yep. Um, you know, we're going to be posting a lot more with these episodes, and we, we want to hear from you guys and and continue to interact and let us know what you want to learn about. And uh, you know, we're we're, we're going to come in hot. And um, yeah, I'm really excited. Thank you for your patience with us while Thank we had to sort patience. our lives out, but we're yep. back and uh, we're happy to help everyone. Figure out how to live their best lives as much as we can. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. So with that said, I hope you guys enjoyed our cat or our catch up and uh, hope you learned a few things. Who knows? We're not experts. So. No. <laughs> <laughs> but, Certainly uh, not. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, I'm, I'm really excited. And uh, here we go. Here we go. There we go. All right, Ben. Until next time. Until next time. Thanks, Marta. Thank you. Talk to you soon. Bye, everyone. Bye.